Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin Daf Chav Beis. We're starting seven lines from the top. The third we're on the line. Today's daf is sponsored. B'schos David Ben Eliano. Hashem should grant him Rafuah Shlema Bakar of Mamish. Also B'schos David Uri Ben Haviva. Hashem should bless him with good health, vitality, and energy for many more years. Biz 100 and Svansik. And the Gemara is starting off with a drush about receiving reward in this world. The Pasuk says, And he repays those that hate him, El Panav, which we're going to explain what this means in a minute, to destroy him. If not for the fact that we had a written Pasuk, we would not be able to say this on our own. So to speak, Hashem is like Ka'adam, a person, that he has his load on his face, and he wants to throw it off of him. Hashem is saying about the people that hate him, the Rishayim, since they've done good, for which they're deserving reward, and Hashem views that as a burden that he has to reward them, therefore the Pasuk says, He's going to pay them their reward in this world. And the Gemara goes further, He's not going to delay this reward given to those that hate him. He's not going to delay giving it to those that hate him. He will delay in giving it to the Tzadikim Gemurim. Why is that? The Rosham get reward in this world because Hashem doesn't want them to get Olam Haba, whereas the Tzadik is the opposite. Hashem saves all the reward for the next world where it's infinitely more valuable. And that I'm commanding you to today to do them. Today you're supposed to do them. The mitzvahs. You're not able to do the mitzvahs tomorrow, meaning in the next world. To do them. What does that mean? Today you do the mitzvahs. Tomorrow in the next world, that's when you get the reward for the mitzvah. Hashem is slow to anger. But why do you use this lashon of apayim of two afs? should have just said Hashem is slow to anger. Why do you use a double lashon? El of the Gemara says we're actually talking about faces, two faces of Hashem. He's slow to show his face of reward to the tzaddikim. He waits till the next world. And also, he's slow to show his face of anger to the Rishayim because he waits for the next world to do so. And now the Gemara goes back to our Mr. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda had given a limit that these corners are only allowed to surround an area of two Besa around the well. Now we've already said that even when proper Mechitzas were made around a Gina or a Karpef, it is only treated as Rosh Yachid if the area is no more than two Besa. That's because these areas are not commonly used. So we can't consider this enclosure, Mokaf Ladira, as opposed to a house, courtyard, and the like, which have no size limitation. So based on that, the Gemara says, Ibailu, Baru Pasan Ka'amar. When Rabbi Huda said his limitation of two Besa, was talking about that we have to look at the bar and the enclosures around it. We're only looking at the bar as two base saw and not the enclosures around it. And now the Gemara explains the two sides of the question. Does a person focus his eyes exclusively on this watering area when he's trying to take in the entire size of the enclosure and he's not really focusing on where the possum are and therefore we're not afraid he's going to end up carrying in more than two base saw area when we're talking about a carpet because even though this area really is more than two base saw because the watering hole itself is two saw, and now when we have the possum, they're a little bit more than two saw outside the watering area. Nonetheless, he's only focusing on the bar. Or perhaps it's the other way around. When a person's focusing his eyes on an entire area, he's focusing on the partitions, the mechitzas, these possum, the boards, and then we should be He might end up carrying in an area more than two saw in a carpet, which he's not allowed to do. Therefore, the bar actually has to be less than two saw, and the entire area, including the board, these corners have to be two base saw and no more than that. So the Gemara says, Tashma, let's learn a little proof from Brisa. It says, Kameh and Mikuravan, how close are these posts allowed to be? Kitei Rosh of Ruba Shalpara, the man of size that would allow the Rosh of Ruba of a cow inside. The Kameh and Ruchakin, how far away are they allowed to be? Afilu Kur, Afilu Kuraim, even one Kur, two Kur. And Rabbi Huda Emir, he says, Besosayim Mutter, two base saw is permitted. Yosim Besosayim Asur, 
more than two base saws is not permitted. And Amr Lai Rabbi Huda Chamim told Rabbi Huda, Yeah, Tamayda, wouldn't you agree? But dear Vesar, Moksa Vachatz, or all these different areas, I feel the base Chamesh's Karim and base Asar's Karim Shemutter, they would be permitted even if it was five or ten core. And Amr Lahem, Rabbi Huda responded to them, Zoy Machitza, Velu Pasim, this is Machitza, and those are Pasim. And we already discussed this two daf ago in the Gemara, what this discussion was. But now we're going to add another level onto this Brisa that we did not have previously. Rabbi Shimon Alazar Aimer, he says, Bar base Osayim, a base Osayim Mutter. If we have a bar that's two base saw by two base saw, that's permitted. And they only said you have to distance these corner posts in order to allow Rosh Rubai of the cow inside. So we see very clearly that we're allowed to have a bar itself that's two base saw by two base saw, and the possum are allowed to be on the outside of it. So we see at least that Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar is makel with our question. And now the Gemara says, Now that we see very clearly from Rosh ben Elazar that he says that we focus on the bar and not the possum, Mechal then applies to Rabbi Huda bar possum kamer, means Rabbi Huda is very machmer, and he says that a person focuses on the possum, on the mechitzas, and therefore the entire enclosure, including the possum, is only allowed to be two beisa and not more than that. The Gemara says, Vlahi, that's not a right. Rabbi Huda bar v'loi possum kamer. Rabbi Huda was actually talking about that we focus on the bar and not the possum, and we're allowed to have a bar itself that's two beisa. So the Gemara says, Yachi, if so, that's the same thing as Rabbi Shimon Elazar. Why would we have two of the same shitas in the same brisa? The Gemara says, the difference between them is a long and narrow bar. According to Rabbi Shimon Elazar, even though it's allowed to be two beisa by two beisa, it has to be a square shape, whereas Rabbi Huda holds that it's allowed to be the general area of two beisa by two beisa, even though it's long and narrow, meaning it's a rectangle. And now another member from Rabbi Elazar, Klal Amar Rabbi Elazar, he taught us a rule. Kol any open space, Rashi says, even though it doesn't have a roof, but it has proper mechitas, that the whole purpose of this space, it's meant for residential purposes, it's meant for people dwelling inside. Kigayin Dir, Vasahar, Moksavachatzer, all these different areas that people use very often. Afilubes Chameshos Kurim, Mubesaseres Kurim, even though this area is five or even ten core, mother it's permitted to carry within it, even though it doesn't have a roof. Mechol in any dwelling, even if it has a roof, Shetashmishal Avir, that the whole purpose of this dwelling is really for the outside of it, like these watchmen's huts in the field, where even though a person's inside of it and it has a roof, the whole focus is he's supposed to be looking out of it to watch the field. If it's two Beisah, then he's allowed to carry within it. If it's more than two Beisah, then he is not allowed to carry in it, even if it has a roof. And we've already had this next Mishnah in our discussions of Pasebi Rice, and we're going to be talking about being Mevatal Mechitzas. If Roshisa Rabbim walk through a certain area, does that mean that the Mechitzas here are going to become Batal, and it's not going to be Roshisa Yachid anymore because the Roshisa Rabbim's here? Rabbi Huda, I mean, Rabbi Huda says, Im If the Roshisa Rabbim cuts right through this Pasebi Rice area, we have to move it to the side, meaning the entire Roshisa Rabbim has to take a detour around this Pasebi Rice in order for it to retain its status as Roshisa Yachid. They say, they don't have to go around, they're allowed to walk right through these mechitzas, and it's still considered Rosh Hashayachid. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar, both of them say, Here the Tan is teaching us the Kayach of mechitzas, how powerful they are, even though the Rosh Hashayachid walks right through them, it's still considered a valid mechitza. The Gemara says, Right now, this mission is teaching us that, and that's what Rabbi Yechon holds like. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon said in the name of Rabbi Yechon, and Yushalayim, and after the fact that the doors were closed at night, a person will be high for carrying within it like he's carrying in Roshasa Rabbim. And that's an area where we have Roshasa Rabbim going right through an entire Roshasa Yachid. So we see that Rabbi Yechanan does not hold of the Chacham Shita. He really holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The Gemara says, you're right. He's just saying that the Tan is teaching us this important halach of Mechitzas, but I don't necessarily hold like that.
And the Gemara continues, Rami Darbi Huda Ad Rabbi Huda, Rami Darbon Ad Rabbonin. We're going to ask the Stira Rabbi Huda on himself and the Rabbonin on themselves. The Tanya we have a Brisa. Yes, all came more than that. We're starting in the middle of a Brisa. Am Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Mishai Yolishnei Batim Shnei Tzid Rishus Rabbim. Someone that has two houses on the opposing sides of the Rishus Rabbim. Oisuloi Lechem Mikan Velechem Mikan. He's allowed to make a Lechi on one side of the house and a Lechi on the other side of the house. Oikar Mikan Vakar Mikan. Or two Kairos stretching across the Rishus Rabbim. Venoisa Venoisa Beemsa. And he's allowed to carry and do all the stuff that he wants in between. And it's considered Rishus Yachid. Am Rulai and the Chum told him. You're not allowed to make an Erev Noshus Rabbim like this. So Kashi Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, this is a steer of Rabbi Huda himself, because in this Memra, Rabbi Huda is saying that you are able to make a Roshus Yachid even though Roshus Rabbim is cutting right through. Whereas in our Mishnah, he says it's not considered a valid Roshus Yachid if Roshus Rabbim goes right through. And Kashi Rabban and Rabbanan, the Rabbanan are sizing themselves also, because over here they say that it's not a valid Roshus Yachid. Whereas in our Mishnah, they're saying that if Roshus Rabbim goes through Roshus Yachid, it's still a valid Roshus Yachid. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, like Kashi, that's not a problem with Rabbi Huda himself. Over there in the Brisa, the Ikashte Mechitzas Malyasa, we have two proper Mechitzas. Rabbi Yehuda holds that you only need two proper Mechitzas for Roshasayachid. Therefore, even though Roshas Rabbim goes through it, it's still considered a valid Roshasayachid. Hacha over here, with our Pasi Baroyas, Lakashte Mechitzas Malyasa, we don't have proper Mechitzas. We have some sort of hetra of four corners, but there's no proper Mechitzas here. And Rabban Adrabban and Amile Kasha, there's also no Sir Rabban Adrabban. Hacha over here, Ekashem Arba Mechitzas. In the case of Pasi Baroyas, we at least have the status of four somewhat normal, albeit minimal, walls. We have four corners that we're considering like that's four walls. But Hassam over there, like a shame down mechitzas, we don't have four mechitzas, we only have two mechitzas, we have two houses, and then we have a lechi or kaira that's not necessarily considered a mechitza, so therefore there's no stira. And the Gemara continues, Amar Vietzel Bar Yosef, Amar Vietzel, Eretz Yisrael, ain't chayav an alayim yishim roshes harabim, a person is not going to be chayav for carrying in it because of roshes harabim. Yasser Rav Dimi, Vika Amar Lala Hashmaitza, he was saying over this memra, Amar Lala Bailer Rav Dimi, Abai told Rav Dimi, my taima, why are you telling me that Eretz Yisrael is not going to be chayav for roshes harabim? And Chafiz on Bez on top. Elam, if you're going to say Mishum de Makifla, Soma de Tsurme Hach Gisa, because there's a mountainous region on one side, and that's considered like a valid Mechitza, Machtone de Gedder Mehach Gisa, and a, the drop of Gedder, which is like an area that has a big drop, and that's considered a valid Mechitza on the other side, so it's surrounded by Mechitzas. Well, Bavel Nami, Bavel also, Makifla Pras Mehach Gisa, Vidigos Mehach Gisa. It's surrounded by the Euphrates River on one side, and the Tigris River on the other side. And the Kuli Al Manami, the entire world also, Makif Ukyanis, is surrounded by the ocean, so the entire world should be Roshasayachid. And now by says Shrevdimi, Dilma Malus Umardus Perhaps you were talking about all the ups and the downs, meaning the area is difficult to travel, like the windy, hilly roads, and that's not considered Rosh Hashanah. Amr Leir of Dimi responded, Karkafna, important one. Literally, this means a skull, meaning you're very important in Chashiv. I saw your head among the pillars of the base Medjish when Rabbi Yechanan said this member over. Not that he was actually there when Rabbi Yechanan said it, but it means that you were just machavin to exactly what Rabbi Yechanan had intended. It marnam, we have a member, Kiasa Ravin, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, he said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, it's the ups and the downs, all the very twisty, turny, hilly, windy roads. A person's not going to be high for carrying there because of Rishus Rabbim. Because this is not the way the people encamped in the Midbar. There was no hilly ups and downs. Everything was smooth and flat. So therefore, any road that's not like the Midbar is not going to be considered like Rishus Rabbim and a person wouldn't be high for carrying there. And now the Gemara continues with this. He asked Rava, Tell him it's We've already said this. Is a mound that slopes upwards to a height of tenth fachim within four amos, and we said that this has a legal status of mechitza because it's tenth fachim high. The rabim by. However, the rishus rabim walks on top of this mound. Are we going to say that this is considered rishus yachid, or since rishus rabim walk over this mound, it's now not a rishus yachid anymore? So the Gemara says, in our Mishnah, we're not asking this question because hashda umal hasum just like over there by pasi b'rois. It's very. 
convenient to walk through there because that's just the normal pathway of the Rishus Rabbim. I'm a Rabban the Rabban and still say that the Rabbim that are walking through there are not Mavatal Machitzas and it's still considered Rishus Yachet. Hach over here by this Tel Hamislakate, this is a big mound. The Loinichetash Mishisei, it's not very convenient to walk on top of this mound like Kalshikan. For sure they're not going to come and be Mavatal that Machitza of the mound and for sure it's still going to be Rishus Yachet. So Kiti Bailacha, who are we asking this question like? Ali Bid Rabbi Huda, like Rabbi Huda, that he says that the Rabbim comes and is Mavatal the Machitza. What's the question? My Hasam Huda Nichetash Mishisei, is it over there that since it's easy to walk through these Pasi Barais, that's why the Machitza is Batal and now it's not Rishus Yachet anymore? But over here by this mound, the loy nechatash mishisei. It's not convenient to walk on top of it. Loy also rabbim vatal mechitzah. So now the rabbim are not going to be mavatal these mechitzahs and still going to be considered rishus yachid. I don't. Perhaps loy shna. It doesn't make a difference since the rabbim walk there. They're mavatal this mechitzah. Amar lei. So rabbim responded chayavin. They're going to be chayav, meaning the rishus rabbim is mavatal the mechitzah even in that case. So he asks vafilu ayin loy bechevel. Even if it's so steep, you have to walk up it, holding onto a rope that's in the side of the road because it's really difficult to get up this road. It's really inconvenient to walk up it. Amar lei. He responded in yes. You're going to be chayav in that case too. And Rechava continues asking, Even in these roads that are around the area of Meiron, and anyone that's traveled to Eretz Yisrael in the area of Meiron and Tzfat knows that there's very windy, steep, curvy roads that are very difficult to traverse. A person's going to be chayav for carrying over there if there's a Roshis Rabbim that cuts right through a Roshis Yachid over there. Armelah, he responded, In, yes, the Roshis Rabbim cutting through there is going to be Mavat of the Mechitza, and a person's going to be chayav for carrying that area also. The Gemara asks, Eisve, we have a question from Abraza. We have a the many people walk in through one entrance and they go out the other entrance. It's a classic case of a shortcut of people walking from one side of the street through someone's yard to the other side of the street. This is considered in regards to Toma, which we're not going to talk about now, but it's still considered in regards to Shabbos. So the Gemara asks, money, who's this Brasi like? If you're going to say it's like the Rabbanon, just like in the case of the Pasi Baraz. It's very convenient to walk through there. I'm a Rabbanon, the Rabbanon say over there, the Rabbanon walking through there are not going to be Mechitzos and it's still it's not convenient to walk through this person's yard. You have to avoid all different things that are in the yard, and you have to walk from one side to the other. Like Kalshikane, for sure the Rabbim are not going to be vatal this mechitza. Ella Rabbi Yehudahi, it must be that this is like Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that when it's not nichatash mechitza, it's not convenient to walk through an area. Then the Rabbim are not going to be vatal mechitza, and this is not like Rava. So the Gemara answers, Really, this brass is like the Rabbanon. So what's the chiddush of the brass? And the chiddush is that even though it's considered rishus yachid for Shabbos, it's so consider Roshas Rabbim for Toma. And the Gemara continues, Tashma, perhaps we're going to bring a proof against Rava. The Mishnah says, if we have an open Mavoy, meaning on both sides it's open. There's a pit, ditch, or a cave, and we're going to explain what that means in a second. Roshas Yachel Shabbos, Roshas Rabbim for Toma, that's Roshas Yachel for Shabbos, and Roshas Rabbim for Toma. So the Gemara asks right away, What does that mean? That it's in a pit? That means that the entire Mavoy is situated in a pit? That doesn't make sense. So the Gemara explains, no, it means that the end of the Mavoy, right as you're about to walk out of the Mavoi, there's a pit right there. So then, Roshas Yachel Shabbos, Roshas Ram Latoma, it's Roshas Yachel for Shabbos and Roshas Ram for Toma. Now, there's a chiddush over here because we're talking about a Mavoi that's being used as a shortcut by those in Roshas Rabbim. However, there's a large ditch or pit at the end of the Mavoi that one has to circumvent in order to get out. Now, this pit has the proper dimensions of Roshas Yachel because it's 10 by 4. So, technically, it's a wall sealing off the Mavoi. So, we're considering this Mavoi Roshas Yachel for Shabbos and Roshas Ram for Toma. And now we're going to have a similar Shakla Vitaria as we had in the previous stage of the Gemara. Money, who's this Mishnah like? Elim, if you're going to say like the Rabbanon Hashto, Mahasim, just like over there in the case of Pasei Beraya. So Nichatash Mishisei, it's very convenient to walk through. Amri, they said, Loyasu Rabbim Vatila, the Rabbim do not come along and Mavatal the Mechitzas. Hacha, over here, the Loyan Nichatash Mishisei, it's not convenient to walk through this Mavoy because you have to circumvent this pit. Like Hal Shekane, for sure the Rabbim are not going to be Mavatal the Mechitzas here. El Rabbi Yehuda, he must be this mission like Rabbi Yehuda, and we see not like Rav.
Rava, the Rav Yehuda actually holds that the Rabbim are not going to be Vatal Mechitzas if it's Loi Nichatash Meshisei. So the Gemara says Loi Loi Lam Rabbanon. Really, the mission is like Rabbanon versus Rabbim Lotomas Rishalei, and the Olcheres is we're telling you that it's still considered Rishus Rabbim for Toma, even though it has a status of Rishus Yachid for Shabbos. And now the Gemara attempts another proof. Tashma Shvili Beis Gilgal Kiritzaben. The paths of Beis Gilgal and other paths similar to them. This is talking about very steep paths. Rishus Yachid Shabbos Rishus Rabbim Lotoma. So we see that even if Rishus Rabbim goes through them, it's still considered Rishus Yachid. Vezu Shvili Beis Gilgal. And what are these paths of Beis Gilgal? How can we describe them? Ami Debei Rabbi Yanai. Kol Sheino Eved Yachid Lito Saw Shal Chitin. If a servant is not able to take a saw of wheat, v'yartzel fnei sardiot, and then run up this very steep hill in front of his officer, it's so steep. And now the Gemara says, "Money, who's this Mishnah like?" Elaim, if you're going to say the we know that in between the pasiburos, that it's very convenient to carry there. They say that the rabbim are not going to be vatal these mechitzos. Hacha over here, the loyni It is not easy to walk in this area because it's very steep. Like Kolshikain, for sure, the rabbim that are walking on these paths, it's not going to be vatal the mechitza. So El Lav Rabbi Huda, it must be that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Huda. Amalei Rava told him Shvili Beis Gilgal. You're talking about the paths of Beis Gilgal and similar paths to that. That's not a proof. Yeshua of Yisrael Hayah. And this is talking about Yeshua who conquered Eretz Yisrael. So he loved Yidin. He set up and established roads and public thoroughfares for them. Anywhere where it's very convenient for the people to walk in this area, so that was given over for public use, and that's considered Rosh Rabim. But any area where it's not convenient to walk, such as very steep, windy, curvy paths, so then he gave them over to private people, and therefore, even if Rosh Rabim happens to bisect these areas, it's not going to be involved in those mechitos, and therefore that Mishnah is not a question on me. We're going to conclude here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.